Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is October 8th, 2021, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined by a special guest and partner to McKinney Flavelle, and that's David Swanwick. He's the Director of Sales at K&D Labs. Hello, Swanee. Hey, how are you? Good to talk to you, Mike. That's what we call you, right? Yeah, too many Daves in the world that go by Swanee. You know what? I think that's the right right move. I, you know, and, and, yeah. and my name is Mike, so maybe I should go by just something creative. And I'll let you figure that out. You can tell the listeners what it'll be. I'll like. let that softball hang out there. <laughs> I, I've got a, I, I, with three brothers, David, Robert, and Michael. Uh, pretty pretty basic names. And, yeah. And all came out of it with nicknames. Boy, I tell you, if your parents were having kids now, you went with all the creative names, maybe your name would have been Sky or there you go. River. 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 Yeah. You know, my son. Uh, told me about his his uh, guy he plays Foursquare with named River, so you know it it, it definitely yeah. would happen. But uh, nice. for our listeners out there, Very yes, cool. we we are uh, happy and honored to have you back on the podcast today. Uh, talking about CBD, which is a, still a very hot topic. And uh, I thought today what we would do, Swanee, is give folks a general update on the CBD market. So talk a little bit about the crop pricing, all kinds of cool stuff there. Then move on to my favorite regulatory. There's some new stuff that's happened in California recently here that I think a lot of our listeners would love to uh, learn more about. And then wrap it up with uh, some development on uh, different things that are happening in the CBD market. Lots of food manufacturers out there interested in it, uh, formulating with it, and just waiting in some cases for that grass status and so on and so forth. So I thought you could give a really, really good uh, recap of all that. Sound fair? Sounds good. All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and get started. You got Tell it. Tell us yeah. what, what is happening. So yeah, thanks, Mike, for the opportunity to be here. Uh, we've really enjoyed our partnership with McKinney Favell. Um, and uh, the CBD industry, is it's it's an interesting space. Um, there's, uh, there, there's never a dull day. We have uh, really been strong throughout COVID. Uh, a lot of people, I think, you know, just like you saw a- anything in the health and wellness space, a lot of stuff towards pets that, that people just want to do to feel better. And, uh, and CBD is, is helping people in that regard. And so we really saw an uptick in CBD sales throughout uh, the COVID time period uh, from our perspective as an ingredient uh, provider. It's also been a, a lot of attrition of brands and, uh, and consolidation of the market space to, to a few of the brand leaders um, that are within the, the sort of core industry of, of CBD. We've, but we've also seen a lot of larger mainstream customers uh, that are in the R&D space or are moving into formulations um, and pilot runs and, uh, and really preparing for uh, the larger opportunities to, uh, to bring CBD and the, and the other cannabinoids to, uh, to their customers. And uh, kind of continuing on with the, the market, yes, um, we're, we're into October now. It's harvest season, uh, September, October. And there's there's a good amount of, of hemp on the market. Um, there isn't really a, a directory of all of the you know hemp that's out there. Um, it's, it's definitely being shown year after year uh, that certain states are better, either have better genetics or are better suited to growing due to, to climate or weather, soil conditions, uh, the like. 
but there is quite a quite a lot of of good quality cannabinoid content um, hemp out there with good levels of CBD and CBG with uh, you know still the the moderate and compliant levels of THC um, and so. Uh, there's a lot of product on the market. We're seeing a lot of variance in, in price, uh, depending on uh, I think more what people have into it and need to get out of it rather than um, necessarily what, what market's demanding. And then the, the prices of the different um, stages of the of the oil and isolates and distillates have uh, have varying price ranges as well, depending on on the provider that uh, that somebody's interested. There's a lot of people kind of doing doing things in a in a, in a dirty barn near the near the field um, as opposed to other people are more of a, uh, like a, a manufacturing plant or, or a, you know, or a lab doing HPLC work. And so, you know, there's a lot of, you get what you pay for. And, and as we're moving into, like I said, the larger brands getting into the space, just uh, you know, that they're looking for really pretty stringent compliance requirements. So yep. uh, we're seeing a lot of energy being put into that in the market. Absolutely. Um, anything else on the uh, general market as far as uh, supply and demand kind of moving forward, or shall we move into our uh, famous topic of regulatory, which is, uh, uh, you know, for food manufacturers, a really important part of this? Yep. Uh, you know, there's definitely a, a level of commoditization against the, you know, CBD uh, pricing overall. And, uh, you know, and there's getting to the point, you know, with that, you know, price compression being only few many, uh, only few, so few providers can, can uh, you know, re- really make it work. Um, and so there's yeah. still a few niche people that, you know, are, are doing something niche, but in terms of scale manufacturers, there's really very few. And we, and we provide, you know, we're one of the few and, and actually provide to a lot of the people who, who resell and, and make like their, their, their the producers. Got it. Well, in recently, in recent times here, and I think in just the last week, uh, you were talking about some new legislation in California. Do you want to give uh, folks an update on what's happening there? It's always from yeah. California, right? <laughs> yeah, it's always right. us. California is uh, uh, definitely, you know, a leader, a leader in terms of watching out for pesticides and, and different heavy metals and, and whatnot. Um, you know, if you pass in California, you tend to pass everywhere. Yeah. And uh, at, at the same time, they're leading out on regulation, you know, along with Colorado in terms of on the marijuana side, the recreational and medicinal uses. Uh, but then on the CBD side, making a differentiation and actually kind of getting a step ahead of, of the federal government um, in terms of saying that CBD, you know, is allowable in uh food, beverage, dietary supplement. And uh, I'm not a legal expert or legal counsel, so everyone can look into the legislation in their own right. Uh, but it's but it's good positive, uh, you know, direction for, for the overall space. Um, there are a lot of benefits of the hemp plants from industrial uses, you know, through to the cannabinoid uses. And uh, there's a lot of medicinal benefits that um, really have yet to be uh, fully dived into from a clinical study standpoint. But people are definitely getting a lot of benefit from, you know, the different products that they're using. And, uh, you know, it's just yeah. a matter of making sure that they're, you know, that those brands and are, are using the right ingredients to make sure they're delivering the best product to their clients, and getting, getting efficacy. Do you have, I'm sorry if this is a loaded question, but do you have an opinion on the federal status and kind of what's happening there in Washington, D.C.? You know, it'd probably be just easier for everybody just to say yes and let's move forward. But uh, obviously <laughs> it takes time for these things. You know, the, the, the horse is out of the barn, the toothpaste is out of the tube, whatever you want to say. Like the, the, these products are being used and the public 
enjoys using them for the various yeah. benefits that they get for yep. themselves or their pets. <clears throat> and uh, there's there's a lot of people that, especially in modern times, that are stressed out and anxious and not sleeping well and all these different things. And to have a herbal solution that can that can in a non-psychoactive help way help them achieve those those outcomes and not have to look to pharma you know or drugs and alcohol for those kind of solutions um are you know are, are happening and people yep. you know want those benefits um the the fda you know is in a, in a bit of a bind with its ruling on epidiolex um, and calling cbd a drug um and so uh whether or not there's legislation. Um, there's definitely there's legislation being presented, but as we all know, the political situation in our country is is, is challenging, and uh, I don't think anybody's got a crystal ball to know, you know, what what uh, is going to get passed in, in our current political environment. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But if that were to get passed uh, and allow CBD word, you know, to be allowed to be used in more formats, that would force the hand of the FDA to say, okay, we've got to look at that, um, and so. Uh, there's two pathways with the FDA, either through an NDI uh, or through um, grass certification. Um, I have, I don't, you know, either one of those are going to be the pathway of, of uh, to, to getting a true clearance for, for an ingredient in the product uh, at the FDA. Got it. Um, and I, but I think it's going to take some legislation. Well, I think we've covered regulatory and I, I, uh, I think uh, a clear pathway it's pretty easy, right? Just just say yes and pass it through, and let people uh, have the benefits of, of CBD and and uh, give the people what they want, right? Uh, uh, I, I like your approach. I mean, I don't know how you know they look at opioids that have been there forever about oh you know yeah. pro- products that go into talcum powder that are somehow approved and are yeah. okay, but are totally not. Yeah. There's plenty of things that are somebody paid a lot of money to get them approved. Um, and they yep. got pushed through and, you know, this has, you know, clear benefits for people. There's plenty of, you know, reporting uh, or lack of reporting on adverse, um, adverse reporting against, um, these products. And, uh, and so, you know, at, at some point in time, the, hopefully the FDA will, uh, yeah. you know, will give us that. Yes. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do, and, uh, you know, we, we're an educator to uh, the food and beverage industry and beyond on a lot of different things. And, you know, it's it's about education and understanding what it is, how it works, and what the benefits are, and, and going from there. And I think just through education, people can feel more comfortable and get rid of any stereotypes or misconceptions about certain things. And, you know, I think that's the way... The way, you know, my teachers always said that education, you can find clarity. And so, yeah, so I think that's just what needs to happen. Uh, speaking of development in this industry, do you want to talk a little bit? I mean, the R&D folks that are listening to our podcast right now, you know, in the food food space, you know, that's one of the big questions we get is how do you work with this stuff? And, um, you know, I don't know much about it. So, uh, do you have any kind of updates on how people are developing with, uh, CBD, uh, for inclusions and in different, different, uh, applications? Thanks Mike. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I can, 
I'm a bit long-winded, so I can talk for days. But um, the, <laughs> R&D the, people on this call are like, okay, keep talking. Come on, give it to me because <laughs> marketing wants me to do this. And uh, right. yeah, I, 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 uh, then I got to work with the plant and then I got to develop it. And so I'm yeah. sure they're all ears. So go for it. So all, all of the hemp cannabinoid extracts are oils. So a, as we extract, you know, e- even CBD isolate that is looks like a powder and acts like a powder, it's actually a crystalline oil that's that's finely ground to... Um, to simulate a powder. Um, the, the oils are, you know, thus uh, lipophilic and they, you know, bond well with other oils. So we do a ton of blending um, to, uh, of the cannabinoids to uh, a carrier oil, be that hemp seed oil or sunflower oil or, or MCT. Tons of blending goes on to, so that a manufacturer doesn't have to really get well-versed in the cannabinoids. They can just know I've got this percentage of cannabinoids in this oil that I'm already used to using. And I can just, uh, um, you know, run that uh, according to my, uh, you know, my batching to get the right dosing. Um, That's pretty straightforward. And we take a lot of that guesswork out by doing the, um, those blends. Um, So the oil blends are great. We also do a lot of water soluble uh, solutions. So, um, working on, we have two different formats for that. And, uh, we have liquid and powder solutions. So going into beverages or having, uh, water soluble powders for various uses. Um, those are, are things that, that can help again, deliver the cannabinoids, um, to, to a product medium that, uh, that somebody needs. And those are working great. Um, and then, uh, the next thing we're working on as well is, uh, powderized distillates, um, so basically, um, you know, it's, it's way more costly to incur, to, to have the CapEx against additional liquid blending. Uh, whereas dry blending is, is a lot more easy, uh, with, with existing manufacturing equipment. Um, so if we can provide those distillates in, in a powder form, uh, just makes it so much easier for a dry blend solution. Cool. Yeah, I, I, there at least one or two or many R&D people on this podcast going, oh, God, thank you for doing that. Because uh, sending a small sample of CBD and then trying to work with it, I'm sure could be a challenge. But sounds like you have a turnkey that you can just say, give me some oil with a little CBD for dosing, put it in the plant, rock and roll. Easy as that. Easy. I, I'm, not the, I'm not the science guy. Um, so I, I <laughs> entreat anybody to reach out and I can set up calls with our science cool. guys to really understand, cool. uh, you know, all of the process. Excellent. Well, we're going to wrap this one up before we do. I wanted to first thank Swanee for his time today. Great, uh, great podcast. Thank you for the information. And again, it's about education. So Swanee, you know what we did, uh, as you know, uh, a couple of years ago, we did a CBD study that people could get for yes, free on our website at McKinney-Favelle.com. You know, what we did. We updated it. We updated it and it's, it's, it's ready to go. So if you're interested in learning more and being educated about CBD, go to McKinney-Favelle.com. You can download it and uh, learn more about CBD. And if you have questions, go ahead and reach out. Uh, don't forget about our partners here at, at K&D Labs. Um, Swanee is more than happy to answer any additional questions that you might have and get on the, uh, the horn to, to do just that. So, Swanee, thank you so much. You got it, Mike. Thanks so much. Uh, it, was a, it was a pleasure talking with you.
yeah, and I look forward to my new nickname, whatever it may be. Uh, uh, it's uh, I'm sure the listeners are too. Uh, everybody, enjoy your weekend. As I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every single minute moment with your friends and family. Live with empathy out there and enjoy yourself. And until next time, take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.